Onigiri Press Audio Productions presents Rice Cooker Revenge by S.J. Pajonas Part 1 of the Kami no Sekai short story series Chapter 8 Continued Ryu You said the thing just caught on fire? The old man hunches over my rice cooker, a pair of magnifying head glasses lighting up the interior of the front panel. There was a pop and then flames. I put it out with a fire extinguisher as quick as I could, but you see, it got a little burnt. Um, the old man grunts. Indeed. I sit, my knee bouncing impatiently as the old man pokes and prods my rice cooker. I wince remembering all the times the chef tossed the flat spoon in the bowl or the time he slammed the top so hard it cracked. The poor thing has been through so much. What the hell is wrong with me? I'm losing my marbles over a rice cooker. I think I see the problem. The computer chip appears to be fine, but just these wires here need to be replaced. Not sure why they got overloaded. Maybe there was a spike in the power? He rubs the soft gray hair on his head and pulls off the magnifying glasses. I can fix it for you for about 6,000 yen. 6,000 yen? My voice squeaks and I gulp. I only have 9,000 yen on me from the chef's last paycheck to me this morning, and I was hoping to eat for the rest of the week. The old man hums and nods his head. Yeah. It'll take me a few hours to pull everything out, test the circuits, and solder on new wires, then make sure it works once that's done. I can't even guarantee that will be the end of it. What else could the problem be? I rub my hands together, ready for bad news. The computer chip? Like I said, it appears to be fine, but I can't know for sure. He shrugs his shoulders, and I groan. You must be really attached to this rice cooker. You can get a new one for as little as 2,000 yen, you know? I swallow, beads of sweat forming on my forehead. It's special, and one of the high-end models. I'm sure this goes for 16,000 or even 18,000 yen. Yes, you're right. The old man smiles at me. And it's better to fix the things we have than throw them away and buy something new. It's good to see a young man understanding the recycling motani concept. Too many young people these days throw things away instead of recycling them. Where do they think the trash goes? We're an island. We're several islands, I correct him, and he humps in response. But yes, I get what you're saying. It's just that if I pay for this repair right now, I'll have nothing left to live on for the week. I need to come back later. Are you sure? He closes up the rice cooker and screws it back together. Yes. I'll be back soon. I step from the tiny repair shop onto the sidewalk and tip my face to the spring sun. I could really use more sunlight. I lean back against the wall of the shop and think. Think, think, think. How can I get money to get the rice cooker fixed? I catch a whiff of fried food floating down the street to me and shade my eyes from the sun. Down the block, a restaurant is opening for the day. Deep blue no rain curtains hang over the entryway with two kanji characters written across them, Natsu, for summer, and Kawa, for river. Put them together and you get Natsugawa, the chef's only local competitor. I glance down at the rice cooker in my hand and bring it up to my face, kissing it on the lid. Genius move, my friend. Genius. A group of girls in their teens laugh at me as they walk past, but I run in the opposite direction towards home. I really need to meet with Natsugawa-san. Is he available? I clutch the stack of papers to my chest and bow to the woman running the front half of the restaurant. The dinner hour is sparse, only three of the ten tables occupied with people eating tempura and drinking beer. Natsugawa's restaurant is actually much nicer than the chef's rundown establishment. The space is bigger with more tables and room to move around. He serves beer which the chef does not, 
and I've heard his pickles are good too. But I glance over at the woman eating two tables away and the tempura isn't as golden brown and crisp, and the rice isn't as shiny or soft. The woman picks at the vegetables and frowns. I hope this was a good idea. He's busy. It's the dinner hour. The woman pushes on my shoulder. Either leave and come back later or stay to eat. My stomach grumbles, but I need to save every yen. If I can't talk to Natsugawa and negotiate with him, then I need to keep the cash I have and ask my brother for a loan until I can find a new job. Please tell him Ryumichi Nori is here to see him. We've met a few times, and he knows who I am. The woman sighs and rolls her eyes, before sweeping her sleeves out of the way and bustling into the back kitchen. I wait by the front door, tapping my shoes and glancing around. Please, please let this work. The kitchen door opens and the woman waves me in. Come back and see Natsugawa's son. He's in the office. I nearly trip over my own shoes pushing my body through the restaurant to the kitchen door. On the other side, I look around, assessing the kitchen's layout and appliances. They have a clean and well-lit place. Everything appears to be new within the last five or seven years. Natsugawa, the head chef, graying hair cropped close and covered with a bandana, nods at me. He's in his early 70s, and his hands shake as he fillets fish on the center island. His assistant busies himself pulling items from the refrigerator and lining up plates for the customers outside. Ryu, it's good to see you again. Natsugawa bows to me, not halting in his knife work. I bow back. Are you here to see me or my son? Ah, uh, your son, I think? I hold the papers even tighter to my chest. He nods in response. Be sure to stop by on your way out when you're done. Yes, sir. I turn and face the door to an actual office with a small desk and filing cabinet. There isn't even enough room for a chair to sit and face Natsugawa's son. I swallow and try to calm my shaking hands, but Natsugawa's son must not even notice I'm nervous because he smiles and jumps up to bow and shake my hand. I'm June, he says, letting go of my hand and sitting back down. It's nice to meet you, Ryu. My father says you work for Nakamoto, is that correct? I used to work for him. I quit this morning, though. Oh? Is that so? His eyebrows pinch together, and he runs his hand through his hair before adjusting his glasses. Yeah. I don't want to speak ill of the Nakamoto-san, but he treated me and his staff poorly. I didn't want to work for him anymore. I see. Well, what can I do for you? June folds his hands over a stack of papers on the desk. I like your restaurant, Natsugawa-san. I think it's ten times better than Nakamoto's restaurant. Thank you. If only we had the same business he does. You can, I say, nodding my head aggressively. You definitely can. I worked for Nakamoto for two years, and I can give you everything you need to be better than him. June leans to the side and makes eye contact with his father out in the kitchen. I turn and his father is watching me too. How is that? Well. I clear my throat. This is a business plan I drew up for running a temporary restaurant based on everything I learned at Nakamoto's place. I take the stack of papers and set them on the desk. I worked all afternoon on this business plan. It's a little rushed, and I probably should have spent a few weeks on it, but I had to work fast. With my brother in business, he's always collected business books, and I've read quite a few of them when I've been bored. This is my first business plan, cobbled together from ideas I've had for the last year and the top title page proudly displays my signature and Michinori business plan for temporary restaurant across the front. June flips through the pages, his eyes landing on each of the sections on produce, recipes, social media and ad campaigns, local festival participation, and mentoring I thought of. 
All the things that were going well for the chef but could have been even better. The chef never had any idea how his online presence looked. He has a website but that's it. My friends would tell me about all the different magazines and social media websites people posted reviews on. It's something that could be spurred along if only the right person were in charge of it. You could be just as big as Nakamoto, even better. With a crisper batter recipe and more offerings on the menu, people will stay longer and buy more food. With social media and reviews all calling you the best temporary restaurant in the neighborhood, your place would double its business. I reach forward and pluck the business plan from June's hand. He watches it go reluctantly. And I know just the right person to give this to you. June's lips work before he smiles. Why don't you stay for dinner, and we'll discuss this over a few beers. June stands up and sweeps his arm towards the front of the restaurant. I keep my sigh to myself and smile back. Of course. Let's eat and make a deal. Chapter 9 Rice Cooker Power restores to my extremities bit by bit, and my spirit comes alive with a blaze of electricity. I never used to think that I relied on such a human invention to exist, but I guess all the manuals that come with appliances are true. We do become sick oral when we need repair, and we can truly die and come back to life at the flick of a switch. Ryu. My voice bounces off the unfamiliar walls, so much smaller than usual, and when my vision returns, a new vista awaits me. An unkempt kitchen with only one counter, a sink full of dishes, and a tiny undercounter refrigerator next to a stove with only two heating elements surround me. Where am I? Oh thank god you're back. Ryu collapses in a heap against the counter next to me in size. I was beginning to think I paid 9,000 yen for absolutely nothing. No. I'm back. Though it appears I've gone to hell. Ryu laughs. I'm sorry, he wheezes. My brother is a bit of a pig, and I'd clean up after him if I actually believed he would apologize for being a pig. You're at my house now, and I just brought you home from the repairman. He said you'd be good as new. How do you feel? I cycle through all of my parts. Everything appears to be normal except for the faint whiff of smoke and some chemical I can identify. Fire extinguisher. You went up in flames, and I had to put you out. Oh oh oh, tell me what happened with the chef. If I had legs, they'd be dancing. Great news, Ryu exclaims, throwing his hands in the air. I quit, I rescued you, and I ran out of money. I couldn't fix you or afford to fix you, so I came up with an idea. What? I made a business plan for the chef's competitor. Natsugawa? Really? And did he go for it? He did. I'm an employee of his now. I get to work in the kitchen, and I'm in charge of all their online presence. Ryu pulls a fancy new smartphone from his back pocket and swipes it on, smiling ear to ear. In the time you've been out, I managed to update their website and get a few friends to come by and review the place. Then I set up a bunch of other things for them too. Business is rolling in. They even took my suggestions on the batter recipe. It tastes much better. I'm overcome with emotion, so happy I'm afraid I may short another circuit. Why are you so quiet? Ryu asks, opening my lid and peering into the empty bowl. Oh, nothing. I'm really happy for you. Really. If I could cry, I would. Ryu inhales sharply through his nose. I owe it to you. If you hadn't saved me during that confrontation, I would have gone to jail. I did what I could. Ryu readjusts me on the counter. Well, this is your new home now. We'll make rice together, maybe some porridge? And I have some ideas for whole meals made just with you. We could even take videos and post them online to promote the restaurant even more. I need to save up to get a better computer, though. Soon. 
I sigh and thank the stars in heaven for giving me the guidance to trust this young man. Sounds like the beginning of a great career, Ryu. I agree, he says, sweeping his hand over my lid. Slam. Jab. Crack. No more. I'm home. A note from the author. Thanks so much for listening to Rice Cooker Revenge. I hope you enjoyed the tales of Ryu and his rice cooker sidekick. I remember the day I came up with this story. I was cleaning my rice cooker, and I wondered what it was thinking. Was it upset with me for not having cleaned it in a while? Maybe so. And then, boom. A new idea formed in my head about all these appliances and objects that had minds and spirits of their own. The Kami no Seikai universe was born from that one moment. If you want to read on in the series, be sure to check out Washing Statue Wanderlust, Mama Shari Matchmaker, Vigilante Slimming Scanner, and Secret Keeping Sakura. As for this recording, this was something new I wanted to try. I think the synthesized voice is pretty darn good, and fine for a low-cost audio production. If you enjoyed this recording, be sure to stop by, spajonas.com, slash jump, slash audio, and fill out the audio survey. Let me know how you felt about listening so I can make decisions about whether to do this with the rest of the series or not. Currently, my meager publishing budget does not allow for real, human voices. But some people say synthesized audio is better than no audio. Let me know if you think that way. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to visit spajonas.com for more great stories. This has been a Onigiri Press Audio Production. Copyright 2015. By S.J. Pajonas. Please respect the copyright of the author and do not redistribute. Stop by spajonas.com for more information.